Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the burbs of L.A., this is So I Married a Movie Geek. Welcome to a wondrous episode of So I Married a Movie Geek. I'm Chrissy McQueen, along with Justin Winters, and we're going to be your hosts on this here podcast. This is the best podcast for anybody who is in a couple and has one person who seems to know a lot about something and has one person who seems to know nothing about that. That's basically what we do here, except it's about movies. Or you could just like movies. You know, you don't even have to be in a couple. You could no, be in a single. You could. A singlet uh, of movie geekdom. You could. But I find that friends in my personal life always resonate when they are in the similar spot. I hear like, dude, that's so like me and my wife. I know everything about, insert subject here, and she knows nothing about, insert subject here. Or the other way around. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Hi, Justin. What's up? <laughs> What's up? It's been a fun few days in our house. Few days? Yeah. I feel like 2018 has been uh, <laughs> a wash, guys. Let's just start over now. From this point on, the real 2018 starts, and we can just forget about everything that's happened thus far. It feels like the stock market, the way it took this big crap today, and it undid anything good that happened in the last month. Like It kind of feels like that. Uh, well, I, I contend that that was directly because of our road trip we took this weekend. That and the um, the Super Bowl, the combination of those two was so like I don't earth know shattering. earth shattering. Yeah, it's like Deep Impact and Armageddon coming out on the same weekend. Well, because you like, know the earth revolves around us, so yeah, <laughs> duh. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean you were you got sick again again. That was awesome on a work trip on a work which trip. I had to end early and drive home. It was awful there's nothing nothing that warms my heart more chris than <laughs> texts calls anything involving i threw up <laughs> <laughs> i have so many of those uh in my lifetime i think that's my my body's defense mechanism by the way like whenever i'm on the edge of like should i do something or should i not and the answer is really like you should not my body knows better and is like well we're gonna vomit now and then you won't do the thing Pop quiz. So, all the throw up stories, all the throw up calls. What do you think is my favorite of all time? The time I called you after I threw up all myself in the car on the way to work when I was brand new at this job and I was so nervous that I threw up on the way there and had to have you come rescue me. Ding, 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 ding. I've never heard someone so sad, <laughs> like so sad. And you, I was like, I thought somebody like died or gotten hurt. And she's like, nope, I just threw up on myself on the way to work. Can you come get me? So how long have we been dating? That was, we, that was, that was like a year early. in. Yeah. I was like, I was like, what is this? It was one full year. This is a, red in. Fla- this is a puke red flag. What, what should I do? So I've gotten better over the years. Being a mom hardens you. But uh, I do kind of have, or certainly did have for many years, uh, imidophobia. Can you bring some plastic bags? <laughs> a new change of clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> At least I thought I had and, to tell you what it was. Something bring. else. I forgot what it was. Some some Clorox. Some, some, some sort of Some kind of washing liquid. Yeah. Some f- lots of Febreze. Like 10 bottles of Febreze. And I couldn't move. Like I was sitting in my chair. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Like... <laughs> I remember I just like walked up next to your car and like waved at you. You're like covered in vomit. <laughs> you almost kept <laughs> I, going. <laughs> I start laughing and then I just start Febrezing you like a Febreze assault. You were like, what do you want me to do? And I was like, I don't know. I remember calling work and being like, so. Um, I should have proposed right then. You should have. Like a year in. I should have been, waited that long. So my coworker, I was like, so this um, really unfortunate thing happened and um I, I need to go home and shower. I could still come in, but it'll be like an hour from now. And my boss, who's now a great friend, was like, yeah, maybe don't. <laughs> maybe don't come in. <laughs> maybe you should stay home. Wow. Anyway. So, yeah, Chrissy was getting over sickness. Yep. And then we decided to take a road trip because we just don't do road trips enough. We don't do fun things on the weekend in general, to be honest with you. It's either like chore land or a kid's birthday party, which is fun, but not like an outing. Ugh. No more kids' birthday parties. <laughs> You're done? It's not even season. Season's coming. There's so many. I just told somebody, I'm like, I don't want my kids to have any more friends because that means more birthday parties. <laughs> like, we've had weekends where we've gone to like three birthday parties. I'm just like, I'm done. This yeah. Is- this is enough birthdays. I just, you know, I love that my kids are are invited. That makes me feel good for them. And I want to take them as much as possible. Unless I like don't know the person really at all. Like, Until it dominates your life and you have no, nothing else but birthday parties, basically. Birthday parties, also, sickness and chores. True. Yeah, it's not a fun combo. I dominate my life. So I'm just like, I've got to get out. I've got to escape. <laughs> And then you said, and then we were like, really? Where do you want to escape to? San Francisco? San Diego? Where should we go for the day? <laughs> no, I had to explain what a road trip was. You like, how far is it? Like, should I pack? How many lunches do I need to pack? I'm like, it's just a day trip. Justin we'll goes, back. Cabazon. <laughs> and I'm like, Cabazon? <laughs> no, I sent you the link, you liar. I sent you a link. I messaged you a link. I'm like, let's go here. Yes, but you did, when you, you sent me that link several days prior and it was like an in-passing sort of thing. Like, oh, cool thing, right? And I'm like, yeah, man, cool thing. And then on Saturday, you're like... I did not say cool thing. I said road trip. I know, I know. And then you were like, that's, Cabazon. That's totally germane to the discussion. You're like saying, <laughs> it just came out of nowhere. I'm like, no, I said road trip. Let's take it here. Anyway, guys. So, <laughs> obviously, you know, I love movies. Um, and... I wanted to go to a movie location that I've always wanted to go to since I was five years old. And that's like eons ago. <laughs> like so long ago. Long time. I remember being a kid and seeing this movie location and thinking, I have to be there. <laughs> so I'm like, Chrissy, this place, look, we just watched a movie. It's in this movie too. This is really close to my heart. It's like two, an hour and 45, two hours away. Like this is easy, like. Bloop, bloop, go up there. If we want to hit an outlet mall, get some nice lunch, make a day of it, let's do it. And Chrissy's like, Outlet mall? Yes. Chrissy like puked all over me. And I was like, okay. (laughs) I was on board for the outlet mall. So in Cabazon, California, is it like, what's the official name? I just call it the the dinosaur park from Pete's um, Big Adventure. You know what? I have a photo of the sign. I will tell you what it says. 
Hold All please. you gotta know is it's the dinosaur park from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. You know where Mr. Rex's dinosaur adventure. And then it says, if there was ever a California roadside attraction, this is it, the dinosaurs. And then inside they have all these things about how large Marge sent you. Well, when they shot Pee-wee's Big Adventure, I think it was just the two big dinosaurs. I think it was the the T-Rex and the Brontosaurus. Right. Like in a bunch of dirt. Like if you look back. <laughs> but now they've like amalgamated some low rent dinosaur what would you call it park i mean i didn't go to that part you went with brooklyn so you'll have to regale me with what was back there we got some pictures i i'm not gonna lie guys Uh, i got a little overclimped i'm like oh my god this is the t-rex this is the dinosaur and then chrissy's like you know what I don't think I've seen all of Pee-wee's Big Adventure straight through. <laughs> and I'm like, shut your face. He's really mad. <laughs> uh, so you can like see them. And then they have like an area where you have to pay, what was it, like 12 bucks? Yeah, it was 12 for adults and like 10 for kids. Oh, highway robbery. <laughs> well, what else are you going to do when you own a business in Cabazon? <laughs> Although, all of it was worth it, number one, just to be there and see it and uh, but the you can walk up steps and uh, sit in the T-Rex's mouth. I know you're right, but... But what? Everyone I know has a big butt. Come on, Simone, let's talk about your big butt. It's not like in the movie where they like... They're like reclining like they're on a romantic date, like watching the, <laughs> like looking at the moon out the, the dinosaur's mouth. Right. But in reality, you've seen the video. It's like a cramped, like you're up there and you can like barely see out the mouth of the teeth. True. But it's pretty cool. So. It was enjoyable. I thought it was fun. Our, our son's favorite part was the gift shop stairs. Not the gift shop. The gift shop stairs. Yeah. Leading up to them. Yeah. Chris, uh, Brooklyn got a stamp, a free stamp. And she seems like she that's her favorite thing. She was really into the souvenir stamp she got, for sure. Uh, but other, other than that, uh, we went to Palm Springs and we had lunch. We did go to Palm Springs, which I had never been to, and I grew up out here. Shame, Chrissy. Uh, you know, I've always meant to go. I just didn't make it until now. Interesting place, Palm Springs. Fun, yeah. I'm surprised by how expensive everything was, considering how far away from L.A. proper it is. Um, Chrissy. Yeah, <laughs> that, was some, that was some crazy, crazy stuff going on with Chrissy. I don't think Chrissy was fully well. Chrissy uh, was not fully well <laughs> at all. Someday when we when we write write our sitcom together, we'll have plenty of a, a whole episode of content just from this road trip <laughs> involving Chrissy. You can't take Chrissy anywhere, guys. Like she's. It's, <laughs> I can't wait to go on vacation for you with you in a couple months. It's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be great. I'm just gonna say I ate something I shouldn't have. <laughs> I ate something I shouldn't have. And I paid for it dearly for the next, I don't know, eighteen hours. Something terrible like that. The ride home was all sorts of interesting. Justin kept looking over at me and he's like, Are you okay? <laughs> And I could barely reply. I was like staring straight ahead, keeping a focal point to keep my anxiety at a manageable level. And I'm like, okay, that's okay. I'm fine. It was not fine. So that coupled with the fact that Chrissy is terrible with giving directions, like really, really bad, like 
tells you to drive into the ocean because the dot goes there type bad. Uh, it was good times, guys. Good times. So, yay. Yay, road trip. And then we got back and we watched, or I watched, the Super Bowl. And then I watched half of the new Cloverfield movie, whatever it is on Netflix, and I fell asleep. So, my review thus far is for the new Cloverfield movie. You excited about that, Chris? I don't care <laughs> very much. <laughs> Speaking of getting excited, so we were trying to figure out what to watch this week, and looking back, the last couple of weeks, we've done like Tusk and Mother and Get Out, so I was like, oh, you know what we need? Something happier. Just, you know, <laughs> a, little, a, little a little lighter. A little levity in our life, and Chris is like, no 80s movies. Oh my God. And I looked at my li- our like to-do list or things that we could watch. And like eighty five percent of it got wiped out when I said that. Well, there was like serious older films, but we wanted something like, like I said, lighter. So, what do we go with, Chris? The Wizard. Yeah. And Little Monsters. Fred Savage Week. Hashtag Fred Savage Week. Oh, Fred Chrissy, Savage! It's time to get savage. Fred Savage. <laughs> Did you see that move? <laughs> that move, you mean where you looked at me and made a joke? Imagine that was so. Imagine I did that move, but I had that face. We're pointing at Fred Savage's face. That's like circa. Is this like our new backdrop eight, on the computer? 80s. By the way, like <gasps> it should be. Oh, <laughs> how do you do that thing where it's like a hundred Fred Savage's faces? You like make a, it a tile. Oh, we got to do that. Oh Look God. at him, Chris. Look at that face. <laughs> Oh, wow. But before we get into the movies, what are your general Fred Savage thoughts? Like I say Fred Savage, one word, go. Nice. See? That's probably one of the five. I would say like vanilla. He's a nice guy. I mean, I I also met him in real life as a grown-up. So, like Chrissy. And I and I didn't have the pleasure of watching all of these movies that you did as a kid. Exclusive, so. Chrissy, go. No, 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 no. I don't mean it like that. I mean like <laughs> Your image of him is this. My image of him is like, oh, yeah, he's the guy I met at the party who was so-and-so's dad. Yeah, he was really nice. He was really nice? Yeah, down earth. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is he your height? You're 5'3". How, how, no, how much he was, taller? He was taller than me, but I don't know Not how much, much taller. Tall. Maybe 5'7 maybe or so. Okay. Did you watch Wonder Years growing up? Off and on. Okay. Not consistently. As an 80s kid, The Wonder Years was a huge show. Oh, at I the know. Time. Yeah. And to me. Oh, I know. It was a good show. I'm, I just didn't happen to watch it often. Do you like the song, the Joe Cocker song? Is it, what would you, you do, do if I say I do? I'd be pissed because I want people to sing on tune. That's a great, what? <laughs> was that a of question? Course, of course you would say that. <laughs> um. Okay, so... Nice vanilla, yeah, Did inoffensive. You, so, <laughs> your whole Fred Savage was from meeting him in person, and you'd seen a couple Wonder Years, right? Shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I knew obviously who he was. I was more familiar with Ben Savage because of Boy oh, Meets World. No, he was in the the movie we watched years ago called Rules of Attraction. Do you remember him in that? Vaguely. If no one's ever seen that, you should. That was he's, that was in the same episode as Requiem for a Dream, Chris. He's also in Friends from College, that show that I watch on Netflix. Oh, you, you thought that was good? I actually enjoyed it. Yeah. Gotta watch that. 
Gotta watch that. It's um, not a perfect show, but I enjoyed it. Anyway, he played against type in Rules of Attraction, and he was like this like dr- druggy, drugged out right. guy that had been at college for years. The one with James Vanderbeek. Anyway, pretty crazy movie. There you go. So, so Fred Savage. Fred Savage. <laughs> Exciting, right? I mean, totes. <laughs> I guarantee you, we're the only people that are talking about Fred Savage this week. Everybody's like, Super Bowl, Cloverfield <laughs> movie. We're like, but Fred Savage? But Fred Savage, I mean, you want to know about the Wizard and Little Monsters, don't you? So I was excited to do this, and then I was like, oh, yes, like not nothing controversial, like Mother, nothing super depressing. Fred Savage, cool, like a break from the the depressing realities of the world, 2018. And then I Googled. This is me shaking my head, Chris. I Googled. Oh, no. You want to see what I found? What'd you find? So I found an art an article uh, that had been uh, that gone viral recently of a interview done by uh what's her name the mom from wonder years Allie mills oh yeah yeah anyway yeah. the the headlines were like fred savage accused of sexual harassment no and I was like, no, why? Look, his picture dimmed as you said it. I know. Well, this is On good. our laptop. <laughs> Forever. So listen to this. This is crazy. So it says- We buried the, the lead, people. The classic TV coming of age show, The Wonder Years, was pulled off the air because of a, quote, completely ridiculous lawsuit against its then 16-year-old star, Fred Savage, one of his co-stars says. So the mom, Allie Mills, was apparently like, uh, the, there's like a anniversary or something coming up for the show. Sure. And it sounds like she was doing this interview and talking about it. And someone asked um, why, like why the show went away. And according to the way this plays out, it seems like she's like, well, it's because, you know, there was this completely crappy sexual harassment lawsuit um, against... <laughs> Against Fred Savage and Jason Hervey, the two kids by the costume. Oh my gosh. Costume designer. Costume designer launched a lawsuit in 1993 saying that they, the two of them, the the kid, well, Hervey was 20 at the time and uh, Savage was 16, that they had sexually harassed the costume designer. Wow. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Any official response from the Savage Camp? I haven't seen any yet. And now I'm just like... <laughs> and I'm also like... This, was this... How did this come up in the interview? So we just got this email. It was from an AOL account, so it might not be real, but... You know about all this hashtag Me Too stuff? Well, back in the day, in the one year's days, this is what happened. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. It sounds like, you know, teen boys being extremely teen boys. Uh, but it tarnished my vanilla reputa- reputation I, that I had in my head of Fred Savage. I don't think in reality he's as vanilla as his roles have led him to see. I mean, who can be? That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Chrissy says he's nice, so. he was. I mean, in limited capacity, I met him in person, yeah. Did he talk about your butt? No. Okay, I think, I think he <laughs> talked about the costume designer's butt or something. So, oh, I w- my butt's not as impressive as the costume designer. You don't even know the costume designer, Chrissy. But I ha- it has to be more impressive. Okay, 
Speaking of impressive, let's talk about the first movie. Okay. Uh, it is The Wizard from... The ni- Wizard. You know what? What? Both of these movies came out in 1989, but we'll start with The Wizard. Okay. Two tickets to California, please. That's $226. Well, we only have $27.30. What does that get us? Nowhere. Corey's taking his brother Jimmy on a ride. These two boys already traveled more than 80 miles across the state. We've hired someone to find him. What's his problem? He's just shy. But Jimmy's got a secret. You got 50,000 on Double Dragon? That could make this the ride of their lives. Look at him. He's a wizard. He's headed for the video championship. <laughs> this guy? What is that? Power glove. Yeah, well, uh, just keep your power gloves up for all right. With a touch of romance. I am not kissing a boy. And a ton of trouble. That's you. We're too late. Put me down! Sorry about that. You maniac! They'll get there any way they can. Jimmy! Here we come! It's Jimmy! Come here! Come here! think you're doing to him all his life you've been telling him to do what you want him to do how about once you ask him what he wants to do huh now video armageddon it's gonna take a lot of guts you can do it a little magic and the wizard fred savage The Wizard. Okay, the log line for this one, Chrissy, is get off your phone. No, I'm looking at pictures of the movie. Of The Wizard? Yeah. A boy and his brother run away from home and hitch cross country with the help of a girl they meet to compete in the Ultimate Video Game Championship. It's a big deal. This was directed by Todd Holland. Todd Ooh. Hollandsworth, the Dodger? No. Damn it. This guy that's done a lot of TV since and one other really bad movie called Krippendorf's Tribe with Richard Dreyfus and Jenna Elfman. Anyway, it, it stars Fred Savage, Luke Edwards, Jenny Lewis, Bo Bridges, Christian Slater. Chrissy, what did you think of The Wizard? I'm just going to say I think it might have been better if it would have been directed by Todd Hollinsworth, ex-LA Dodger. That's the most nonsensical thing ever, Chrissy. No, it's not. Don't dodge the question. What did you think of The Wizard? It was not spectacular. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I am bursting people's bubbles here with that one. <laughs> All those huge wizard fans. Out I, there. there might be a few. So I. So this is the interesting thing. I had to wonder from kind of the beginning and then all the way through, like whose story is this? Is it Fred Savage's story about taking his half brother and picking him up? You know, out of the awful life that he has been subjected to in this group home and getting him to a happier place. Like, is it his story? No, I don't think so. All right, fine. So is it the kid's story? Is it the the kid, Jimmy, who ends up being the wizard and more of a, or less a savant to this? Like, whose story is, or is it Haley, this girl who they meet on the road and she has this dad who's a trucker and she unfortunately has no friends or real life of her own and is a sympathetic character. Like, I don't know. I had a problem just from from that one standpoint. I was like, okay, so like whose story is this? I don't know. 
but ensemble piece, fine. Let's go there and pretend it doesn't matter whose story it is. It's just the three kids. Yay. Um, if you if you look at it from that standpoint, it works. I don't know. I was really bothered by not. What works? You just said. <laughs> I was story. confused because I didn't know whose story it was, but it works. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I said I didn't know whose story it was, and that kind of bothered me. Like, I got stuck on it, and it lingered through. I was like, like, who? who am I rooting for? Who am I like, is it all three of them? Like, I feel like I never got fully to develop any one of the three characters because it was just like, here's a snippet about what Jimmy's all about. Here's a snippet of of Fred Samage. Here's a snippet of Haley. And you want to know the big problem? What? Uh, Number one, there was spoiler warning. No wizards in this movie. No, none, none, not even one. You would think there's not a real one. one. It's Uh, just a nickname. It's just a, nickname right. they don't even call him did they even say like hey you're a wizard dude no at one point they did they did yeah um but what i'm, what I'm trying to say is number two and this this goes with what you're feeling the script sucks like Thank the script you. is terrible this movie so that's what i'm getting like so, so it, i'm saying it ineloquently but then if, if i kind of get out of my own head and say all right fine it doesn't matter whose story it is it's an ensemble piece just go with it if i make myself go well it's just an ensemble piece then it's fine and it works like it's oh it's the kids versus this creepy guy or the institution that's trying to keep so Jimmy or whatever. the script's crappy. Yeah. It's not really directed that... Cohesively? S- cohesively or uh, well at all. There's nothing really going on there. Um, but, so, I hadn't seen this movie since, oh, I mean, early 90s or something, maybe the last time I saw this movie. But I remember b- really liking it as a kid. So I was like, why did I like this as a kid? So looking back, I'm like, okay... Here are the two main reasons why I love this movie as a kid. It's pretty simple. It. Number one, it's a gigantic commercial for NES. The whole there's like what a dozen games played throughout this over and they over. They just again. make sh- like like <laughs> this is one point where Christian again Christian Slater is in this movie. Yes, with I a, about him. Yeah, with a Cushlash's dad, Bo Bridges, mm-hmm. uh, and they're in this hotel just like chilling out like his word is as solid as oak christian slayer's like hey i'm just gonna plug in this nes and play uh ninja turtles or we're like looking for my brother who was possibly abducted and we don't know what happened to him but i'm gonna stop to play video games (laughs) at the rest stop is that okay it's cool right so they play video games throughout this movie just throughout it and then it all leads up to i mean Imagine being in elementary school, loving Nintendo as a kid, and then watching this movie where at the end is like a video game championship where they play Super Mario 3, which at the time wasn't even out yet. And you're just like, what is this? I was like, number one, I want to play that. Number two, it's kind of fucked up that they haven't even been able to play that, and that's the last game they play for the championship. Right? I kind of like it. I I, I like that. So I was just like, this is the best thing ever. Like, it's... It didn't matter. Everything else that wasn't video games, I was just like, I didn't really remember most of it. <laughs> Except for one thing. What? You want to guess the other thing? Jenny Lewis. Yeah. I was what? Say Haley. That's the other thing. Imagine being an elementary school kid that uh, loves Nintendo and then watching this uh, movie with this girl, gorgeous girl with red hair that's like, hey, you know what's cool? Uh, grifting and you know not giving a shit not giving a shit living off the grid <laughs> and, and gambling over video games being a teenage con artist reading Cosmo I'm like this girl hell yeah what's up she was empowered I like that about her uh, so Jenny Lewis is definitely one of my childhood crushes between this and True Beverly Hills 
Holy crap. Chrissy, you told me you've seen Troop Beverly Hills, but you lied. I just no, saw it in your eyes. I, I racked my brain. I have seen it, but I haven't seen it in 25 years. What's it about? Um, what's her face? Um, <laughs> with the red hair. The, 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 the older actress. What's her name? She's, oh, she was popular. Which she hasn't been anything recently. But come on, what's her name? Help me out. You know who she is. You don't even know the the main actress of the movie. Just help me. What's her name? Shelly Long. Thank you. Shelly Long joins this Girl Scout troop and has to lead it basically, but she is not cut out to do such things because she's a socialite. It's it's twenty times better than that. Well, <laughs> minimal logline. Well, you told me. You asked me what it was. At. Real quick. It's a great there's, movie, guys. So, so there's another thing I don't, you didn't mention, but I know another reason. Video why. games. Jenny yes. Lewis. Do you know what the third reason is? You love any sort of like madcap, on the road sort of adventure especially if they end up in california which at the time you didn't know that you were eventually going to move to but yeah there was something i think there's a wanderlust in your childhood they end up at universal studios hollywood that's pretty cool yeah i mean i could see you living in the middle of la and watching this and be like oh what you know but i'm like podunk north carolina i'm like (laughs) what is this Ginny lewis nintendo sign me up also, there's a couple of really great 80s songs in this movie. Um, number one, Send Me an Angel from Rad, which everyone knows oh, I love. Oh, God. <laughs> and then there's also another great song, which when we were watching it uh, a couple nights ago. I was like, what is this song? This is in another great movie that I love. It's also in Camp Nowhere, which I saw when I had the flu. And I was like, Camp Nowhere, all right. It's that song that's like... Uh, we live by the groove. That song, you know that song? No, but I love Camp Nowhere, and it's I can't. Super, I can't think what you're talking about. Yeah, it's a super eighty song that's in this movie, and then five, five or when it was ninety four. Was that five Camp goes west? Is that what you're trying to say? No, I was like five or six <laughs> years later in Camp Nowhere. Oh, okay. Anyway, great soundtrack songs. Oh yeah, no, this this, this movie had Justin written all over it. I don't care if it was a bad script or you had nobody to root for specifically, like. It, it was the minute I, I kind of realized what was happening and they're entering this but video that, game that, that only makes like, up oh like God. 20, like 30 minutes of the movie. The rest of it is crap. So yeah. I'm just like, oh, man. There were so many things that you, that you had like WTF moments in this movie. This is not a kid's movie, number one. Like this, there's no. some like super weird, depressing shit going on with uh, PTSD and... Uh, undiagnosed autism and child abandonment, child endangerment, child abduction. Yeah, um, a uh, like a a bounty hunter type guy that looks like a slightly skinnier George Costanza. Yeah, going from place to place with like pictures of kids saying, people. "Do you know these kids?" Yeah, exactly. Where I'm like, dude, like you don't have a badge or anything. They just think you're a Pedo, like just running around. So these people in this movie, if they were real, like the characters were real people in real life, are totally the people that now, whatever it is, 30 years later, would go on Facebook and be like, I remember a simpler time, a time when I could come home whenever I wanted, as long as it was before dark. What was up as with As long the- as I didn't wear a seatbelt, it was fine. Number one, it's super confusing. Even like, how old are we? 
to figure out the family structure within this movie. Like I asked you and you were like, I don't know. <laughs> it's still it's really like, so confusing. wait a minute. Fred Savage's half brother is Jimmy. So yes. then it must be his mom who had them both because he's living with his dad and his dad is talking about this other kid like he's somebody else's kid. And the other guy's saying he's his dad and you were like, Yeah, I don't know. I'm over here like beautiful beautiful mind with like letters and numbers like <laughs> crossing in front of my face trying to figure it out. So it's supposed to be a kids movie, but I couldn't figure that out. Um I mean it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. And then the kid his twin sister drowns right in front of him and obviously screws him up royally. Oh yeah. And then in short time, he's in an institution? Apparently, that's how we did it in the 80s. Like, he had two possible homes to go to. One where his stepfather's an ass, apparently, and his mom, like, what the fuck is up with that mom throughout the whole movie? Oh, I have no words. Would you, wouldn't you be on the road, too? Um, yeah, I would or not doing hire something other this than hiring creepy ass sl- bounty hunter. Slim George Costanza and sitting at home waiting by the phone, right? Yuppers. That's weird. Totally weird. So, yeah, I mean, he was in an institution. I know, and everybody's like, "Oh, he's if, a head case." If I was Kushlash's dad, I'd be like, "Okay, like, come with me," because he seems sad, right? Yeah, of Bo course. Bridges. I can't believe Bo Bridges and Christian Slater in this movie. Christian Slater was totally <laughs> wasted, but I enjoyed having him just because. What did you like about? Well, if you if you had to put like the highest in the plus column for Chrissy. What would you say? The kid that they met along the way who was really, really good at video games and had the glove. Are you talking about Lucas? Yes. <laughs> Lucas was a highlight. Because he was like, I got this. Look. And then they're like, whoa. He puts on this glove and then suddenly he becomes this master of Nintendo with a glove in his hand. I love the power glove. It's so bad. Yeah, well, uh, just keep your power gloves off her, pal, huh? And then afterwards... I totally wanted to be Lucas as a kid. Uh, right? Who? I mean, I... Because I he looked it. cool without the glove. Right. Like, he had, like, the hair and, like, the jacket. Yeah, feathered. Yeah, he was ready to go. Like, I understood that he had all these friends that just wanted to hang out near him because, he, A, he's Lucas. He looks cool. He's got the glove. And mm-hmm. then he's, like, drops. He's like, yeah, I've got 97 games. I remember as a kid being like, 97 games? He was the real savage of the movie. I thought he was the wizard. I was like, man, <laughs> more with him, less right. with the other kid. And then when he ended up at the competition, I was like, oh, good, Lucas is back. I liked him. And this is going to sound crazy. I know it does because this is a terrible movie. But the actor who played him was impressive to me. Like, his performance was impressive compared you know to everybody he, else in the movie. You know movie. who he kind of reminded me of? Andrew who? Keegan. I could see that. Do you know who he kind of reminded me of? Who? But Nick from Salute Your Shorts. What? Lucas? It's, what are you talking about? He looked nothing like Butt Nick. I don't mean physically. <laughs> Although, if Butt Nick was like. <laughs> with the power glove and stuff. Can you imagine? You know, in those scenes, like they were just Donkey like. Donkey lips, hand me my like, glove. Like, here's me. <laughs> Here's me. This is me, Lucas. This is the power girl playing the game. Yeah. There's nothing on the screen when they're t- when they're actually doing their taping. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Green screen. 
<laughs> Justin. He's basically making a fist at the laptop trying to control it. Butnik. <laughs> Butnik. I don't know why. <laughs> a couple years after this movie came out, Nick Arcade started on Nickelodeon. Oh, yeah. And I was like, yes, this is like The Wizard, but a whole show, like at the end. <laughs> Right, playing against each other, and they're in the video games and stuff. That's really funny. It was like, um, oh, what was the movie? I love that you're like the number, The thing you love most about this is the power glove scene. Yes, and then he ended up. The, it, I did like you that notice kid. that when he did the, he did the little buttons? He did the close encounters uh, tone. Yes, I did notice that. <laughs> Aren't you so surprised? Do you remember the close encounters tone? No. That one. Cool, Chrissy. You've yes. already wiped that one off your brain. Totally. It's like that scene in Inside Out where they have like the vacuums and they're like, <laughs> they just suck out all your your blue ball, whatever those. My blue balls. Yes. They suck out all my blue balls. Thanks, Justin. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is it short term? The short term mem- memory, memory cache? Yeah. They were like, oh, look at this. An old memory of this play thing? She doesn't need that anymore. No, it's like, oh, this movie she saw one time? Did they record the episode? Ah, she doesn't need that anymore. (laughs) 26% on Rotten Rotten Tomatoes with the critics, but a 60% audience score. Has a 6.0 on IMDb. Um, The budget was estimated at $6 million, and it grossed 14.2 at the box office in 1989. Damn. Damn. What did you think about uh, Jenny? Do you know? Do you like Jenny Lewis? I don't know who she is. So she's in this movie. She's in True Beverly Hills, but she's also, uh, she was in uh, Rilo Kylie, the band Rilo Kylie. I, I know of Rilo Kylie. Yeah? Yeah. I, I have no opinion of her whatsoever. Shame. I'm sorry. She has beautiful hair. That's an opinion. <laughs> What's your favorite? So you were a, a, an SNES yes. girl. Yes. I was. You, I'm like. Did you get any of the tail end of Nintendo, or or did, or did you start with Super Nintendo? My friend in elementary school, Becky Price, um, had a Nintendo, and she had Duck Hunt and Super Mario. So Classic, yeah. yes. So when I come when I would come over with her and play with her, like eventually, and I was always in the back of my mind that I wanted to play it, but I didn't want to like come out the gate and be like, I came to your house to play this. So instead, we'd play for a Did while. Did you come in with your power glove? <laughs> we played for a while, and then eventually I'd be like, how about Nintendo? <laughs> and sometimes she'd be like, yeah. She was, a, she was a fun kid. And then another time she'd be like, no. You were like Jimmy. You're just like, Nintendo? <laughs> yeah. Stop saying Nintendo, Chrissy. She'd be like, let's play Barbies. And I'm like, I'm not, no, let's play Nintendo. I've never played Barbie Duck Nin- <laughs> Yeah. Like, I really pressured her into doing it. She was nice. This is like a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode. (laughs) You you were just friends with this girl because she had a Nintendo. And so you went to hang out at her house. She wanted to do other things, but you tried to steal her. Not true. Tried to steer her towards the Nintendo. Not true. She also uh, had a computer, and she was one of the first ones (laughs) to have a computer. And I was like, so solitaire? Like, if we can't do this, can we do that? I, w- I really loved her. And and then uh, we drifted for a while. We we met again in junior high. We went to the same junior high. And now we're adults and friends on Facebook. So there you go. Thanks, Becky. So your favorite game would be Duck Hunt, is what you're saying? Of NES? Yeah. I only ever played that or the other one. I played the arcade version of Don- Donkey Kong. Does that help? Uh, Does it help? Like, is that an NES platform? Uh, it was on Nintendo. Yeah. Oh, I like that or too. Or was it? I can't remember. I don't I'm know. sure it was. I had a friend who it was had on a, 
See, I had Atari before Nintendo. Oh. I had a friend who had an arcade room at his house, so it was all arcade games, like one beside the other and beside the other. Like actual arcade games? Yes. It's like my dream. Yeah. His name was Adam. And I had another friend who did it. You know Tess, though. There's several classic ones in that. There's uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in this movie, Super Mario 3, which we already talked about. Um, Contra, I thought, was in this as well. There's a lot of good ones. My life. I don't know about any of those. Nintendo, but yeah, Ch- SNES was my was my first platform when I when I harangued my parents to get me. It was an SNES trivia. IMDb. The director revealed that the original cut of the film was two point five hours long Holy. and included an extended backstory for Jimmy and Corey. Okay, James Cameron. So you apparently <laughs> did have some sort of story where you were going to tell us who to root for. I see. That sounds atrocious that sounds like a terrible terrible idea um what else we got we got a couple things it's very important we get these things out people want to know (laughs) oh oh so this is an imdb trivia and you know someone wrote this and then we're just like waiting for people to click on it to say (laughs) if it was helpful or not yeah listen this. this is exactly how it's written in imdb Exactly what mental disorder Jimmy Woods suffers from is never named in the film, though it is strongly implied to be autism. The filmmakers most likely decided not to mention autism by name in the film to avoid comparisons to Rain Man, released one year earlier. However, you can't get autism from your twin sister drowning. (laughs) 22 out of 24 found that helpful. You haven't seen Rain Man, Chrissy. No, I know he's good at math. There is some eerie allusions in this movie to Rain Man. I I didn't say anything out loud because I didn't feel like it was my place, but I from what I know of Rain Man, I thought of it several times watching this. Wow. Wow. So what would be your final any any other wizard comments you got? I'm good. What would be your final grade for the wizard? Um I would probably give it a D plus. Uh yeah, D plus. Does this have anything to do with the musical the, Tommy's The Who? Does it? Pinball Wizard. Yes, it's the same movie. They should have had singing in this movie. No, there is something in there. If I'm not mistaken, I haven't actually seen it, with, which as a musical theater buff makes me a little sad. But isn't isn't Tommy in in the in the musical is isn't he implied to or actually diagnosed with perhaps having a spectrum disorder and but he's like amazing at pinball that's the whole premise yes so i said it's the same movie this is the theatrical version i guess apparently the truck from over the top was in this movie for a second that doesn't surprise me that, that i mean i'll it goes up a point just for that in my eyes <laughs> Um. Yeah. D plus. I'd give it a D plus. So. Oh, we're the same. Well, like I said, this was definitely one of nostalgia as a kid, and then I watch it, and I'm just like, whoa, <laughs> what happened? Does this hold up? It does have Nintendo in it. It does have Jenny Lewis in it. So. I was blinded, guys. You were blinded by the light. Chrissy, it's time for some snacks. Oh boy. Where's my snack pack? You've got a banana. You don't need no snack pack. You know I like snack pack. Why can't you just give me a snack pack? I thought I was your snack pack. What are you talking about? Nothing. So this week's mystery snack challenge is a big one. It's We're being topical. Ooh. Are you ready, Chris? I mean. 
you want me, am I ever ready for these things? You want me to unveil it? Yes. <laughs> you want me to unveil it and pretend like you don't already know what it is? I mean, we could pretend like it's a surprise. Okay, here. All right. This is a total surprise. Ready? Ta-da! Ooh. We, we, we even got a special guest, uh, our Brooklyn. Our daughter Brooklyn is is Hi. sitting in on this. How old are you, Brooklyn? Five. Five and what? Five and a half. Cool. I know. What's your favorite food, Brooklyn? My favorite food is strawberry. Strawberries? Yeah. Do you like fries? Yeah. Mm. She might like today's mystery snack challenge. So I've been excited about this one for a while. This is a snack that is is relatively new out in the marketplace and combines two of my favorite things, nachos and fries. We're talking about Taco Bell's nacho fries. <laughs> Sirens. What? What? Uh-oh. That's a good news. So, so, uh, so. We, we hit up Taco Bell specifically for these things. Oh, man. Oh, we hear a two-year-old coming our way. He might want to try some fries. <laughs> And now Camden's here too. Camden, are you here for the mystery snack challenge? Yeah. How old are you? I'm good. You're good, yeah. <laughs> Do you know how old you are? Yeah. How many years old are you? Um, two. Yes. <laughs> Super cute. <laughs> He's ready. You didn't really take a nap, did you, bud? Nope. Did you, you nap? You must yeah. have, you must have smelled, smelled these uh, nacho fries from Taco Bell Are those here. nacho fries? All right, so I'm going to hand these out. This is exciting. We had to reheat them, of course. There we go. Which makes them extra good. All right. Uh, Mommy, here's you. I'm not going to eat it yet. We're going to wait. Yours is coming, Brooklyn. Brooklyn, you? Don't eat it yet. Wait. Wait till we say. Yeah, we got to eat it all together. Cheese. Cheese. Okay, hold this. Camden, can you hold yours? Okay, don't eat it yet. We'll tell you when. Okay. Do we want cheese? I mean, isn't that the point? You're supposed to dip it. Okay. Well, here. This is going to get... Dip it a tiny bit. See how Mama's dipping it? Yeah, just a little bit of cheese, guys. Come on. All right. Okay. Wait. 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 We're gonna we're we're gonna all do it at the same time. Okay. Yeah. You guys are so. This is our firsties. Firsties. Kids are so patient holding a fry in their hand, waiting. Cheers, guys. One. Two. Two. Three. Three. Nacho fries. What do you think of them, Camden? I'm good. Brooklyn. Good. Justin. I'm a fan, man. What, I'm okay. a fan. Let's break it down because I don't want to be the hater here. So here, here, here's how I break it down. Fries, I love them. They're great. Even like the not as good ones. The, it's like a, the pizza rule. Like even bad pizza is good. True. Uh, the actual fries good. And then there's I love some seasoning. There's some. I guess that's where the nacho come in. Is this like a nacho? Uh, all right. Like I'm a Dorito ish. I'm, I'm gonna lick seasoning. this fry. You're gonna lick it. Yeah. Oh, Chris, kids are here. I mean, they're assaulting them. You know what? No, there aren't. There, there isn't. Unless I'm wrong, I don't think it's a cheese like seasoning or powder on here. I think it's just like a, almost like a Lowry's sort of seasoned salt. Yeah. And then the cheese is what you're supposed to dip it in. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I think that like in general, nacho cheese melted is kind of gross. I liked it when I was a kid. I mean, it's not. Camden, what did you say? See. Oh, good. Delicious. High five, Chris. You're like you, my boy. Can we just high five Dustin? I just yeah. I Okay. Yucky? Uh, no, I said yucky. Oh, is that why you keep yeah. this like your f- fifth I, fry? I'm saying not lucky. What are you saying, Camden? I'm saying you, you not like, lucky. Yeah. 
So you like nacho fries? I like nacho fries. Camden, can you describe nice. what it tastes like? What does it taste like? Um, it tastes like cheese. <laughs> it tastes like cheese? Yeah. What else does it taste like? Um, it's, it's like butter. <laughs> like butter, too? Yeah. Mm. Is it salty or sweet? Um, sweet. Interesting. Okay. All right. Brooklyn, so, is there anything you don't like about them? It's really... I mean, there's, really they keep eating them. It's really a little tiny spicy. Oh, it's really a there's little There's a little bit. Spicy. There's a little bit there's of spice. There's a tiny bit of kick. It's what like do you know? So, so you don't like it? I like the fries. I don't like the nacho cheese part, and I would not choose to dip it in them. See, I think you need the the three combo. Like, you need it all, all three of them mm-hmm. to, to function correctly. It's like... I'm hold the phone. That's, that's a it's microphone. like snack Voltron. Like all, like the, you got the fry, the cheese, and then the seasoning coming together to it does assault my taste buds. Assault your taste buds. Very cool. Mm. Well, I'm glad you guys like it. it. I mean, it's Taco Bell, guys. This is not like gourmet, gourmet. food. <laughs> but for Taco Bell, for a dollar, which it which it's only a dollar, only a dollar. It's okay. I I'd probably you, give it like a B plus. Apparently, they also have like a grande version that it's like. Yeah, they like Everything. chili and yeah. you can get all Sour kinds of cream, stuff. cream, cheese. Definite drunk food, guys. You know how I love that. Brooklyn's taking it to town. Do you like here. it better than the uh, Mac and Cheetos? Or? Yes, I do like it a lot better than that. Okay, there you go. Yeah, for w- sure. What would be your final grade? Um, C. C. Yeah. Okay, B plus, you guys C. What, would, what kind of grade would you give the fries, Brooklyn? Um, I think a little <laughs> 10. A 10? 10 out of 10? So you love them. Yeah. Let me ask Camden. Okay. You can hold it in one second, but Camden, can I ask you a can quick you question first? Can you save some for me? <laughs> okay. On, uh, we don't know letter grades. So we're going to do numbers for you. On a scale of 1 to 10, 1 is like, blech, and 10 is like, yummy. What would you What would you say these fries are? What What number would you assign them? Um, 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 it's three. Three. Three? You just so, said yummy. So three is kind of yucky. Do you think they're yummy or yucky? Um, yummy. So then maybe See, you'll pick like eight, nine, or ten. She's right? trying to confuse you. You want to hold the microphone? All right, parting words from Camden. Who's dying to hold the microphone. Here you go, Camden. What do you want to say to, it to the people? Go ahead, man. Um, 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 yes, 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 why? <laughs> <laughs> this is the best commercial for for Taco Bell nacho fries. Let's get fries. Uh, so there you go, mystery snack challenge, family edition completed. Did you guys have fun? Success. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Did you eat them all, Brooklyn? No, there's a few left. There's a couple left. You guys enjoy them. One anyway. more for Camden because he's been a good sport. All right, we're gonna say over and out. You guys say bye. 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 All right, later. So snack time's over. <laughs> time for another that movie. Was fun. Time for another movie. We kicked the kids out. Next, we're talking about again from 1989, a movie called Little Monsters. Julian! Ever wonder why kids get blamed for everything just because their parents can't oh. explain it? Hey, I didn't do anything. You did, Mister. The reason's right under your bed. Hey, bud. The name's Maurice, and I'll catch you later. <laughs> What goes on down there is every kid's fantasy. It's magic. Think of Brian. No teachers, no rules, no homework. (laughs) 
And the best part is, you don't see any parents telling the kids what they can't eat. We're the reason kids get locked in their rooms. We're the reason brothers hate their sisters. We're also the reason that parents send their kids back to camp. Little Monster. Fred Tavich. Howie Mandel. They act up when the fun goes down. Okay, logline on this one. This was short and sweet. A boy discovers an incredible and gruesome world of monsters under his bed. This is directed by Richard Greenberg. This is his only feature directing gig. He was apparently nominated for an Oscar for being part of the... For this? Visual effects team. No? On Predator. Oh. (laughs) Written by Terry Rossio and Ted Elliott. They actually went on to write... Uh, stuff like Aladdin, Small Soldiers, The Mask of Zorro, Shrek, and the Pirates of the Caribbean series. You call it the Pirates of the Caribbean? Caribbean. Sometimes. I do both. I do both too. But like when we're talking about the movie, it's the Caribbean. You're right. When we're going on a cruise, it's the Caribbean. I don't go on cruises, Chrissy. I know you don't. Starring Fred <laughs> Savage, Ben Savage, Howie Mandel, Daniel Stern, Margaret Witten, uh, Rick Dukeman and Frank Wally. What do you think of Little Monsters, Chrissy? The fuck, Justin? <laughs> Fred Savage. We hashtag Fred Savage. We have to start there with the, with that exact phrase. <laughs> WTF? So remember how I was not going to go when I very ineloquently was like, "What? What? What is this movie about? Like, who's the character? I don't know." This one is. Who did they make this movie for? Like. Is this movie meant for adults? Is it made for children? Is it for like a specific horror audience? Like, who okay, do they make this for? We can, I think we could both establish that neither of these movies are for young children. No. Not on but purpose. If you had to pick which one is more for young children, which one would you pick? The Wizard. The Wizard? Yes. The one with child endangerment and like... <laughs> Daddy issues, yeah. Divorce... Uh, you know, p- putting your I'm sorry, what put, the- putting your kid in a home for PTSD from yeah. seeing his twin because it would all because it would all go over my my five year old's head. Whereas she would remember the time that one kid got decapitated by the big bad in Little Monsters. <laughs> but he's a he's a monster. He's a monster kid, not a real kid. It's kind of annoying. He he had the, ba- the back guy just blonde rips his head off and throws it into like a basket. It was really bad. Is this movie PG? No, I think it is. Well, the MPAA was really weird back then. Things are different now. <laughs> That's not the only thing that happens. Like there's like things like characters set on fire. There are a lot of so this is I don't I don't know how to say this. I'm just gonna try. So there were a lot of things in this movie that made me physically uncomfortable it's a certain type of feeling that i don't think has like a word in english that i could really think to describe it but it's like that uneasy feeling you get when you feel like you're watching something that is like was this not grotesque Brett but like Sa- Brett, fred savage's overwhelming machismo no made you uncomfortable no in your lady parts no like no just something that makes you feel like genuinely in your, in your lady doritos oh, God. did you hear about lady doritos what no Doritos is coming out with a new brand called Lady Doritos that doesn't crunch and make a mess for, for women. Isn't that the most screwed up thing you've ever heard in your life? Here, have some Lady Doritos. Who's making this Doritos? Doritos. I'm officially boycotting Doritos. <laughs> the 
fuck Doritos. Here, let me bring you some lady Doritos. I swear to God. This is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> but yeah, so this movie, like, there were so many moments that made me feel genuinely physically uncomfortable. It's like, about monsters, Chrissy. Where I was like, mm. it's not a Care Bear movie. This is little monsters, but not like horror. I don't mean it like that. Like just like their tone and like the way they like for the scene where they prayed on the baby. That's a really good example. It's like prayed on the baby. Yeah, the monsters were praying on the baby and like trying. They were like, oh, scaring the baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they did. But but like not just oh, let's scare the baby, which is bad enough. Just like a, a another a mother scene. <laughs> that's what I thought of. Well, no, no, like that's bad enough. But they they take it to the uncomfortable level when they were like they kept over and over again they were like make her poop the crib make her make her shit her her pampers like oh and i was like did they say shit her pampers they 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 did say something almost identical to that yeah it was like either like let like they said definitely poop her pampers make her make her crap the bed like they, they had like six euphemisms for it and and they were like vehement about it and i was like Okay, we got it. Like, can we not continue to talk about making a baby poop the crib or poop herself, like out of fear? Like, this is this is a different level of creepy now. Now I just feel weird. Now I feel weird. See, I think the problem is is the idea. The idea is good because it was basically stolen by Monsters Inc. Uh, years later, so the, oh the idea is there. It's the execution that's so weird and strange. It's terrible. And I think a lot of it has to do with. Um, it just seems like dark, like dark, like the lighting from like Nightmare on Elm Street has carried yes. over to this movie. Yeah, so it's visually dark too. Visually dark, and then I just don't, I don't get the the Howie Mandel thing in this movie at all. Like his shtick, he's just really super, super annoying. It was like super annoying. Like imagine he's, he's annoying to me without the all the blue paint and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And in this movie, he's like this monster that comes under your bed, but he's like really super coked up and everywhere. And you're just like, all right, dude, I get it. It was go like back, go back. It was like they took one of the demons from Buffy the Vampire Slayer and just sucked out all of the intelligence and the ability to banter and the wit and the humor and then whatever you were left with is what ended up in Little Monsters. Ugh, yeah. Like up until that point, I was on board because it's like these kids uh, have moved into another, moved to another town, which, uh, you know, I moved as a kid, so I got it. New school, this sucks. Ah, like, their parents are fighting. Oh, sure. You know, it's basically him and his brother. Okay, that's cool. Oh, monsters. I'm down with that. And then fucking Howie Mandel pops out. He's like, ah, 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 and you're just like, he's manic. What? Yeah, he's like on a manic bender the entire time, basically. And he's supposed to be the likable one out of all the monsters. <sighs> Is, can you imagine, though, going back to my, my point, like, what a different movie this would be if Joss Whedon would have made it? Did you say that? Yeah. You were comparing it to Buffy, but... No, I said... No, no, earlier I was talking about that. I said, but can you imagine what a different movie it would be? Or how about if it was animated and Pixar did it? Yeah. Yeah. You haven't seen Monsters, Inc. Not beginning to end. <laughs> That's a no to you. Anyway, like I said, I think the, the, the idea is strong. It's there. Uh... 
he's Fred Savage is at his most. I mean, this was the same year, eighty nine. He was good. Flip side, Wizard, and this. I like how at the end he just yelled at the the guys over and over again. He's like, no, like he stood his ground. They were like, oh, well, maybe you could be one of us, and we'll sacrifice you, but you get all your friends get to live. And he didn't even entertain the thought. He was just like, no, I want my brother. Get me here. These parents didn't notice that the, their son and sometimes sons were gone during the night for hours at a time or whatever. They were very wrapped up in their own marital problems. Uh, Daniel Stern was the dad in this, which was weird because he was the voice in Wonder Years. And he never took off his tie, which was also weird. It, it was like the middle of the night and they were they were calling to like find the whereabouts of their kids and he's still wearing a tie. It's just loosened. Did you watch any inappropriate kids movies when you were a kid that you could remember? What do you mean inappropriate kids? They're meant for kids. Like Little Monsters. Oh, oh, I see. Like marketed to kids, but definitely should not have been a kids movie. Exactly. No, I don't think so. No? No. Not that I could think of. I saw Never Talk to Strangers, but that wasn't a kids movie. (laughs) And my friend's mom really screwed up and she took us to it, not understanding what it was about. Were you you, um, concerned about monsters under your bed as a kid? I was more concerned with Nazis in my closet. God damn it. You and the Nazis, Chrissy. <laughs> Why? Why is this? What is this fixation on Nazis? Because I knew that like monsters weren't real, <laughs> but I knew that Nazis had been real. And for all I knew, like Adolf Eichmann, Eichmann was waiting in my closet for me to fall asleep. It really freaked so, so me out. So what you're saying is that you want to do a reboot of this movie. But it's Nazis in the closet, not little monsters under your bed. Starring Fred Savage and Ben Savage. So Ben Savage, this is his first role ever, like ever. And every single line of his is shouted at like 40% louder volume. Brian, there's a monster under my bed. Like every single line. But it gives me hope for our daughter who shouts everything in her existence. I'm like, because they're about the same age. Oh, my God. So I'm like, oh, good. There's hope. She won't shout everything forever. Is she going to give this presentation to her class? She's going to be shouting the whole time. <laughs> we should ask the people at home. So, guys. Oh, boy. So our daughter, uh, her, she's in kindergarten, and she has to do a presentation on some kind of water transportation. And Five-minute presentation, which can include visuals. She's basically like... This is water transportation. And here's an example of water transportation. And I told Chrissy, I'm like, you're going to make her do Titanic, right? Like, so you've got you've got all this Titanic. You've got like a Titanic museum around here. You could be like her helper in the background, like <laughs> audiovisual aids. And then I said, and then are you going to deal with all of the parent emails and phone calls that come afterward as a result of her five-year-old being like, and then 1,100 people died when Titanic sank and there were not enough lifeboats. And then kids have questions like, people died? How did they die? This is 2018, Chrissy. Kids, like, they're already on the internet and learning death and sadness and depression. And stuff. Yeah. So... I think that we showed the type- her speed at two yes, years old. Yes, but that's exa- she watched Face Off last know, year because of you. Listen, all I'm saying is that not par- <laughs> other parents are not like us or me. 
Like, oh my god, I'd she should okay do a presentation it. about the the final boat chase scene in Face Off. Oh <gasps> yes, can she watch? Can there like a, be a video involved somehow? I bet you we can. We can figure this out. We can make this happen. And we're going to have it happen in the background. She, she quickly explained what Face Off is about. Or she could just talk about this Speed is how the, 2. This is how the, the bad guy tried to get away, but the good guy who had his face chased him on boats, which is a form of water transportation. I think they should do Speed 2 instead. Ding, ding. And then the cruise ship would have slowed seen down. Speed two. She saw Speed. She's already primed. I will not make her watch Speed 2, Chrissy. <laughs> you are the torturer of her and, and uh, inappropriate movies, not me. We watch happy films. Um, oh, my God. Like Little Monsters. <laughs> I'm going to show her Little Monsters. It's That'll gonna, go well. It's going to be great. Oh, my God. There's also a um, a girl with red hair in this movie, too. Who liked red hair a lot? Was Fred Savage was that in his contract? Could have been. I actually always wanted to be a redhead, but I, I was now too chicken to do now it. Now that we know his past, it all makes sense. Ooh. What are you looking up now? Budget for this one was uh, estimated at $7 million, but it only made 793000 at the box office. Oh, that is a wah, wah, wah. Maybe that's why this is the director's only directing gig. It's got a. It, it didn't have a critic score on Rotten Tomatoes. It has sixty-two percent audience score, six point one IMDb. I'm surprised it's that high. It's like the same as The Wizard, basically the audience score in the IMDb. But still, like The Wizard, isn't distasteful. Like I wouldn't call it palatable, but at least it's not distasteful. Like this is distasteful. Distasteful. Yeah. Yeah. I think it offended so. you. I was not happy. It made me feel weird. It was mainly the the scene where the kid got its head rid, ripped off and thrown into the basket, right? Well, like because right before that was like a tusk level face from you. Well, because you, it, you, you were aghast. Well, because like right before it happened, he was like, first I'm gonna gouge your eye out," and then he like kind of did it, and then a minute later, it was like, "And then I'm going to take off the corner of your mouth." And and I don't I don't do all with like torturey stuff and. In general, but especially related to a kid, and then and then he's like, and then and then he just decapitated him, and I was like, oh. cool. Oh my god! I live by the groove. Yeah, this was not my cup of tea. War, war, war. Did you like the scene where they like stole all the lights and stuff? So in this movie, if no one's ever seen it, oh, no one's good. I mean, it's on Netflix. You could check it out. But the monsters, you could fight the monsters with like a flashlight. Right, light like, was like there. If Chrissy's a monster, and I shine a, a flashlight. She turns into clothes on the floor instantly. Like ah! But then they could ah. somehow like put themselves back together and and like reanimate, which was interesting. In the dark. Yeah. So. The one comment I had about like them, you know, taking the light, the lamps and all that sort of stuff, I was like, are they like part time electricians? Like, how do they know in within five minutes? And she, uh, the girl even makes a comment at one point. She's like, you're really good with electricity, huh? And I'm like, yeah, Kirsten, good, good looking out. You guys are all like mini electricians at the ripe age of 12. Yeah, Chris is like into science and stuff in this movie. Another really smart girl with red hair. 
in a movie with Fred Savage. Go Kirsten. Go Kirsten. Oh my God, we're so running out of things to talk about about this movie. It sucked, guys. Don't waste your time. No, just pretend. Just say no. Just pretend it didn't happen. <laughs> Did you know that um, uh, the one of the kids from Home Alone is in this movie? I did not. You know his older brother, Kevin McAllister's older brother, Buzz? Mm-hmm. In Home Alone? Yeah, vaguely. He's, he's in this movie. He's the kid, the fat kid that they oh, get, to, yeah. get to fight with. Towards the end. And then he comes back and helps them. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in this movie. Cool. Buzz, your girlfriend, Wolf. Remember that scene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chrissy's <laughs> like, I don't care. I don't. I don't care about Fred Savage. I'm so done. Has this soured you on Fred Savage, Chrissy? No, I still like Fred Savage. You thought he was nice, and now you watch these movies and learn that he might be a sexual harasser. Well, that part I don't know about. That part I reserve judgment. About the movie roles, though, like he himself is fine. It's just he's in these terrible movies. Although I will say this. No matter what movie he's in, he is Fred Savage. I don't care what you call him. His name isn't Brian or Michael or whatever. What up, Fred Savage? Like, (laughs) it is Fred Savage, period, the end. Um, Even in Princess Bride. If you had to compare Fred Savage, Randy Macho Man Savage. Who's the more savage? Who is Randy Macho Man Savage? Are you serious, Chrissy? Yeah. That's it. We're breaking up. Uh-oh. I cannot believe you. You don't know who Randy Macho Man Savage is? No, I never even heard of him. Guys, we're going to have to have a... Uh, some kind of Randy Macho Man Savage YouTube. Is this a wrestler? Yes. Oh, I was just guessing. Man, so much stuff, Chrissy. Who watches wrestling? <laughs> I I did as a kid. No. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. <sighs> so yes, to answer your question, Fred Savage wins. The only trivia that I found interesting for this movie was <laughs> little known Kayla Savage, sister to Fred and Ben, Fred and Ben has a small role as a little monster in this movie. Wah, wah, wah. Good for you, Kayla. She doesn't even get a, a featured role. She's the, the lesser Savage. Oh, she's an under five. Um, if you had to, so if you had to rate Fred Savage on a one to 10 point scale in terms of savageness, what would you say? In terms of savageness? Yeah, his last name is Savage. How I, savage is he? Four? Four. Totally. Yeah. I agree with you there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What would be your final grade on Little Monsters? F. F? D minus. <laughs> <laughs> you just big trouble in a little China in it. I know. Is this the same? I can't believe. <laughs> number one, that we're talking about this again. But number two, I can't believe he <laughs> no. gave Little Monsters the same grade as Big Trouble in Little China, Chrissy. They're comparable. Watching, but I, I am not in love with either of these movies. What did I give Wizard D plus? Yeah. I'd probably give this a D as well. I, I, I'll probably never watch either of these movies again. But you gave Big Trouble in Little China the same grade as Little Monsters. <laughs> I know. A D minus. I'm aware. Shame. I stand by those grades. So, so shameful, Chrissy. Because, again, the wizard, I could take or leave and would likely leave, but it didn't offend me. Like, Little Monsters was, like, offensive to the point where I'm like, I don't want to watch this anymore. This is 
this is a waste of my time. <laughs> and I felt the same way with Big Trouble in Little China. Not because of like, oh, wow, it's so offensive and it's content. But like it was offensive that it wasted so much of my time because it was so stupid. Wow. I was like, and there's an hour and a half I'm never getting back. Speaking of time, we're never going to get back, Chrissy. Next week. Let's look, <laughs> let's, look, look, let's look towards next week. Yes. So I guess you could basically say it's our Valentine's Day episode. It's going to be, a, I think it's a, it'll come out a little bit before Valentine's Day. But we're actually going to see a movie in a theater. It's a miracle. Are you excited for it? Sure. So what are we seeing in the movie theater, Chris? We are seeing the third installment of Fifty Shades of Grey. What? You haven't even seen the second one. So we watched the first one last year for the podcast. Yes. And I've been super excited to see the second one, guys. I really want to know what's going to happen with this crazy couple. I can't wait. Um. So that means... Whoa, that means I got to watch it like in the next couple of days before we see the third one when it comes out. Yeah, I was going to say, we're on the clock. So yeah, we're talking about Fifty Shades 2 and 3. There's like names to them, right? Fifty yes. Shades in the Closet, Fifty Shades um, no, in the Butt, it's like... <laughs> Fifty Shades Upside Down. <laughs> on the Chandelier. What is it? Um, Isn't like one of them... Um, Fifty Shades Darker, and the other one's like Fifty Shades Freed. <laughs> Pretty sure those are the titles. I don't think I'm making that up. Anyway, uh, yeah, checking. we're, we're going to be uh, watching those two movies next episode with a special guest, most likely. Not so our kids. Not our kids. <laughs> Although, Chrissy. No, definitely not. I draw the line. <laughs> so, very excited about that. Um. Other than that, Chrissy. Yeah. What else we got? What? Where can you find us on the interwebs? <laughs> you can find us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram at Movie Geek Cast. We're also available on SoundCloud and Podbean, and of course, Apple Podcasts. So while we're on that subject, Chrissy, you know we love iTunes, or we can't even call it iTunes. Yep. Apple, Podcasts Apple Podcast reviews. Reviews. Uh, yeah. Well, we we got one recently. We got one. We got one. You want me to read it out to you? Sure. So the the subject line on the review on Apple Podcasts says gimmick not binge worthy. Oh, it's a gimmick. F- f- um, two stars, Chrissy. Harsh. It says the fantasy movie draft is a good topic. However, the dynamic between two hosts gets annoying. Justin <laughs> Justin is not a movie geek. He is a douchebag and not entertaining. When he does the what over several episodes, it makes me want to punch him in the face. Chrissy is a little ditzy when it comes to movies. It is good if you listen every true. week, but it gets annoying when you are binging. <laughs> I mean, true. <laughs> I own up to my part of that. He wants to punch me in the face. He says I'm a douchebag. Am I a douchebag? No, you're not a douchebag. Holy shit, guys. When I think douchebag, I think like that kid on YouTube in the Suicide Forest. What's his name? Logan Paul. That's uh, what when I think douchebag, that's the kind of person I think of. I think of somebody who Thanks yeah. thanks Deluxe Deluxe Legend for that for that great <laughs> two star review. If anyone else wants to give us <laughs> reviews, please do so. We would love them. 
We might even read them on the show. I mean, that's what we do, right? Positive or negative, uh, apparently. We, we do. We read a little bit of everything. So, I don't know. When I think of a douchebag, I think of somebody who is very cocky and full of himself and has no room for other people's opinions or thoughts and, like, you know, his is what matters. Apparently, I'm a douchebag, guys. Justin. Sawi. You are not a douchebag. we. Why are you not a geek, though? That's what I would get. He's like, he's not a movie geek. And I'm like, well, what? what? Are you sure about that? Have you met him? I think we have to, like, I, I have follow-up questions. I have follow-up questions. I have follow-up questions. So if you could just pinpoint Can I be for a me, movie geek and a douchebag in your, your eyes? Super Deluxe or whatever your name is? I went full douche. That would be great. Yes. Oh, man. It's okay. You know, we're not for everybody, Justin. We're just not. We're not. It's no. true. And doesn't mean that you're a douchebag. It, I am probably movie ditzy, and that's fine. But we're just not for everybody. But we do love you guys. If we you're do. listening at home, we love you. We do. We do. So much. Ish. No, no ish. I love you so much. I and, mean. And thank you for listening. That, yes. I mean, that's huge. We're also on a network, Chrissy. Did you know that? <laughs> I did. I'm putting on all the plugs. I know. Why wouldn't I know that we were on a network? <laughs> we're on the Podfix Network. We are. It's a very vast and fabulous There's a website, podfixnetwork.com. You can go and look at all the other amazing podcasts. There's a full calendar there, of podcasts. There's not even a single douchebag anywhere on yeah. the Podfix line. I'm the biggest douchebag of Podfix, guys. <laughs> I'm also not a movie geek. So I, so I married a not movie geek. And you can binge on any one of these episodes. It's like the sixth sense of movie podcasts. Yeah. He's not a movie geek. That's no, the twist. He's not. <laughs> this has all been for show, guys. It's all been for show. All these years later, we finally get the truth. <laughs> I live by the groove, Chrissy. I know. That's all I got to say. And scene. And scene. <laughs> Okay, well, I guess we'll uh, see you guys next week. On Valentine's. Still a bit sexy. Can I wait? This was a podcast from the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com.